Long past the hour for quitting labour, amid the smoke-filled haze of the south gate, the after-lodge crew continues to linger in the rubbish of the temple, under the watchful eyes of right-worshipful Grand Censor Bob. Not recognised nor endorsed by any grand or subordinate lodge of regular masons, irregular masons, co-masons, Canadian masons, or internet wannabe masons, they banter on as always. Puffing cigars, drinking stale coffee, making terrible jokes, studying agency law, spreading the intemperance and excesses of digital masonry, and generally disappointing all seven of their podcast subscribers. Do yourself a favour and stop listening now. Only trolls and masochists dare to eavesdrop upon this after-lodge banter. I haven't done it in so long, I don't even know where to go here. Uh-oh. I think I should zoom into my face a little hey, bit more no. somehow. What? We've been recording. Hold on. Have we been live this whole time? Hold on. Hot mic! Hot mic! <laughs> oh, shit. you. Not we have been broadcasting since it okay, said live streaming. Well, let's started. just stop. Can we delete the YouTube? <laughs> no, we can maybe start a new one. We can. Um, I don't know what things are in there because. Yeah. Well, so this this is only public as long as we're streaming. Um. No. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, YouTube did an update, apparently, uh, and my usual start streaming button has been replaced with an end streaming button. So. Whereby it starts streaming automatically? Yeah. Yeah, it does. <clears throat> hey, uh, fellas, you, you guys in the, uh, in the, uh, internet chat room, we didn't, uh, we didn't, like, out our social security numbers or. I don't think anybody was naked. There's time. honestly not much left that we haven't said by now. That's true. That's true. So, um... To quote Bill O'Reilly, we'll, we'll do it live! Yeah. Do a, I need one of those clicker things so I know where to make the cut when I produce the MP3. Welcome to episode <clears throat> Yeah, there we go. Thank you, John. Uh, welcome to episode 250 of the After Lodge podcast. This is After Lodge Harlan, uh, who has, unbeknownst to... Well, us, but obvious to the rest of you, uh, been broadcasting live during the entire pre-show. Um, Which, yes, yeah. gentle listeners, it is the most boring shit you'll ever hear, usually. Yeah, we're usually waiting on everybody to get here and get their drinks pulled <laughs> and Tony to put his clothes back on. But uh, I think it was rather tame tonight, so that, that worked out. We did talk about my pill bottles. Uh, yeah, but, you know, Cardi B made a song recently, Nobody Cares About Your Pill Bottles. For the record, well, so they're supplements. I haven't done introductions yet. We've been out of practice. It's been like two weeks. That's that all? Um, yeah, the uh, the dark, faceless voice you hear in the background is, of course, worshipless producer Bruce. Good evening. We have uh, Sir John, the knight with the plan. Come on, you. How's it going? Knight with cans, I guess. Yeah. And Scotty from the block. I'm here. What's up, y'all? With his dog. Yeah, he's a puppy. <clears throat> and I think that's it tonight, fellas. Uh, I don't. I don't know what happened to Big Jeff. Um, Tony is. Who knows what Tony's doing these days? And uh, 
I think Jeff has taken a hiatus from people. Has he been at Lodge? Uh, I think he's been having some health issues. He has not been at Lodge. Oh, Jeff? Yeah. Jeff was at Lodge uh, last last meeting because we installed him as our junior warden. God help us all. Mm. Uh Uh-oh. Yes. Yes, that was a thing that happened. And it's already August. Yeah, we elected him and installed him the same night. Um, He's going to rise quick. He will. Our uh, junior warden resigned, and uh, Jeff, as the senior deacon, was the presumptive nominee, and, well, nobody else was nominated, so there we go. Who is it? Who is your former junior warden? Uh, he's not... Well, he's been on the show before, but... It's Joey. We've gonna... talked about Joey yeah. more than more than once before. I don't know, man. I'm trying to play it like extra cautious after I've been inadvertently live streaming my dirty well, it's not. I mean, we don't have to say anything else about it. Anybody who knows us knows him. Yeah. Well, I mean, nothing bad happened. He just resigned. It's, people do that. Erlen, the, the live stream started busy. after I got on, and we were still talking about dogs and pill bottles. You're fine. Yeah. Un- <laughs> Gentlemen, unclench your sphincters. Right. We had, I mean, last year we had our junior warden resign, but there were other reasons for that. Let's just say he got real deep into Q. Real deep. Way too deep. Let's say when I was at my first round as senior warden, uh, myself and the junior warden resigned on the master. At my mother lodge. Nice. Yeah, the master is a pots. <laughs> yeah, our master. I'm putting it as nicely as possible, and he's no longer in the craft either. Maybe there's. I'm sure that's not a coincidence. No. Yeah. The master we had that year, when this one left, he just had. Um, master had some medical issues. Literally had to have brain surgery. So. Just think about what type of uh, work he was doing up there in the big big seat, you know. Yikes! Hmm. I just can't see if my legs crossed anymore. <sighs> what's been uh, ever since been the surgery? <laughs> Thank you, Bruce. I didn't want to take all. No, honestly, I paused because I figured John would have like jumped in immediately. I I wanted somebody else to to feel the ball for me. He said, "Ever since the surgery, without missing a beat, though, like there was enough pause to for comedic effect." No, I'll say here with my leg crossed all day working the dog. You haven't talked about the new dog on the show yet. Tell the show about your new dog. Okay. So, this is uh, Maximus Alexander. He is nine weeks old. And he is a full-blooded boxer. And um, he as he is mu- as at much of a handful as he is adorable. Um, working on the potty training. Working on he does. He already knows how to sit, and I've been working lay down. Uh, stay doesn't really work. <laughs> I mean, that's impressive. He's learning anything. He's he's still pretty young. Uh, yeah, I got these um, these soft little puppy treats, puppy bites, and they sell them 
as like training treats because you they come in like um uh, perforated little pieces like he's if you see him right now he's like watching because i got the bag out uh but uh my brother used a shock collar to teach his dog and his dog behaves but i don't want to do that i don't i don't think that helps develop good behavior well maybe, maybe mindfulness but not good behavior Right. To be fair, for my on my brother's point, um, his his dog was kind of unruly, and he didn't really get a good start with him in training. Um, and also, to be fair, they rarely put that collar on him. Um, usually, it's only when like they have like cookouts and stuff, so that they can make sure he's he behaves himself. And all that they have to do now is like make it beep, and he just chills right out because hmm. because he knows right. It, it's kind of like the invisible fence, you know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. So they don't shock them to shock them. They don't like doing it, but uh, when they have they have a two year old, so they have to kind of keep them in check. But no, man. Uh, I missed last show because of this guy, and um, I I hadn't gotten much sleep. It's like having an infant again, but the the puppy phase is they outgrow it pretty quick. So I've only gotten maybe until Christmas to have to do deal with a whole bunch of uh, potty accidents and whatnot. But no, he's pretty cool. He. They grow out of that pretty quick. Uh, yeah, but dude, it's been 15 years since I've had a puppy, so 15 plus right. years. So it's oh, and it's the first time that I was the guy that had to get up or had to do something like because it's like either my dad or or my sister was doing it, you know, at my yeah, parents' yeah. house. Like like you said, it's 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 like a new baby for for a little bit there, right? So, yep, that's what's new with me. Um. I'm hoping once he's potty trained, I can like take him up to the lodge when I go cut grass and whatnot. Because we usually just have a bunch of old guys that sit on the sidelines while the younger guys cut, and then we have a little bit of a um, uh, what I call jokingly call the murder and treason only club. <laughs> so that's so, a good. Time. So so hour after lodge, got it. Uh, a little bit, a little bit more um, spicier, I guess. There, uh, you know, Scott, you haven't been to too many of our after lodges, bud. Yeah, but this is true. I say yeah. that honestly, I haven't been to too many of our after lodges. <laughs> Not of late, buddy. You, Harlan, uh, has been to most of them. Well, probably all of them. All of them. Uh, well, yeah, cause I was pretty regular since I moved and then, uh, right around the time work started slaughtering me, you know, a worldwide pandemic happened. So nobody was doing after lodge. Yeah. Um, oh, did I share with you fellas the, uh, expensive mistake here that, that my wife made? Uh Oh, Lord, um, you still have that much left. What is it? Oh, yeah, no, I've been drinking the other stuff most of the time. So this is uh, Jefferson's Aged at Sea. Uh, it's the Ocean Blend in calf, calf Strength. It's kind of gimmicky. 
They they include a little uh, a, a ship's log from the voyage that the barrels <laughs> took, uh, where they stopped, and how long they stayed there. Um, it's really good stuff, though. And she knew that I liked Jefferson's Reserve, and so I think she meant to grab the the seventeen ninety eight or whatever that is ninety two. Yes, that one. I only I usually buy just the regular Jefferson's Reserve, you know, solid bourbon. So um, she grabbed this one by mistake, and I guess she was in a rush, and it was my birthday gift, so she didn't send me out to get it. So she had the kids with her. <laughs> and so when she rung it up, and, you know, it's like 130 whatever dollars, and then she was <laughs> like, oh, forget it. And... Uh, Actually, that's then, not bad. You know, she just left with it. And so it was a mistake, and it was uh, a fantastic birthday gift. But I've also been savoring it. I've had it for weeks, and there's still uh, like three quarters of a bottle left. So, Hey, Harlan, two things. Yep. First, uh, happy belated birthday. Thank you. Uh, second, we're having that party this Saturday, so you want to come by with that? I'll help. <laughs> so, you said beer. Going- no, it's too late. You said beer. Oh, no. Going- we'll be drinking beer. I didn't say we weren't going to be drinking anything else. <laughs> I'm going to live nice. on Saturday, Scotty. You, you can skip. Bruce is going to skip it. You can skip it. I, Isn't Bruce I, still master out there still? I might, first of all, <laughs> I don't have you, buddy. <laughs> I'm about to all, do. I'm, I'm like, I'm considering going to Lodge. Okay, good. I I'm about to do my Lebowski deal. thing about rolling on Shabbos. I don't skip a lot. <laughs> well, listen, though. This party happens. It's from like, it's two to six. It's from two to six. So you can come by early, get a little sloshed. And then by the time the party's over, you can then go to lodge. You'll be sober by then. It's weird how two to six is the exact hours between when I get off work and when I would need to be at lodge. We have a shower there, too, Bruce, if you need it. You can even have a shower beer, and I swear there's no camera in there. Okay. <laughs> the fact that you brought that up, like, out of nowhere. Oh, no, we were all thinking it. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Bruce, I guess I'll see you at Lodge Saturday. <laughs> Are you installing the showers, or am I? At the Lodge? Uh, we've got... We've got that like camping shower attached to the garden hose out back. We can't. We can't really do shower beer anyway. Not at lodge. That's what I mean. Right. Harlow Harlow's not even touching it. Nope. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where we talking about? Wife is probably listening to this, so I, I have nothing further to say. I'm pleading the fifth and uh, changing the subject. Please do. I don't know what to change it to. I haven't been doing anything but sitting in this spot in my basement. So I got a funny, like I got a funny hours Mason, a day. I got a funny Mason story for you. It happened to launch uh, last week. Uh, <clears throat> so my brother, you know, he sits and he's been sitting in lodge with us now, and anytime he can, and you know, he'll he's been cutting grass. He's a landscaper outside of his firefighter job, right? So. My lodge has a bunch of these bushes out front, and we're, we had been talking about getting rid of them. Well, the treasurer's brother-in-law 
is uh, a landscaper too, but he does, he specializes in like grinding stumps, that sort of thing. So um, we asked him. I said, "Hey, have you have you spoken to your uh, your son-in-law about these um, uh, these this job, right?" And he goes, "Well, I haven't got around to talking to him yet. You know, he's an older guy. He's like, you know, we ain't got around to it yet, but." The lodge gave me, uh, I can spend up to about a thousand dollars on, uh, getting it all done. So I think, I think I can get it done. And <laughs> I, there was a pause and I, and I, I'm sitting as senior deacon and we're kind of informal cause we're pretty small right now. Not a lot of people. So I, I look over at my brother, Matt, and he's sitting, uh, over by kind of near the treasurer, maybe about four seats away. And I go, Matt, about how much that type of job cost you, uh, would you cost us to do if you do it? And he sits there and actually starts thinking about it and starts to do the math. And then our senior warden speaks up and he goes, uh, $999.99. Yeah. That was the joke. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he was honestly trying to add it all up, and he had heard how much he he was. I know, John. I'm sorry, but that was pretty, I thought that was pretty. I thought it was pretty funny. I guess I told you I had to been there joke just now, didn't I? Yeah, kind of. Uh, let's go with that. Yes. I mean, it doesn't work the other way, so yeah, let's, that one. All right. <clears throat> we'll uh we'll fix it in post. No. So no. yeah, no, no, that you, 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 you're gonna wear that like a shirt for the next handful of years. All right. Nope. I had to. I had to wear it. You are on, sir. I didn't pull out the Tony telling everyone Happy Passover back in like December. So no, you're living with this one. I mean, he was pretty close, wasn't he? The joke for new listeners. Uh, actually, it came out after Passover. Yeah. <laughs> The joke for new listeners is Tony was busting my chops about uh, not getting shows out in a, in a timely manner. So he said, by the time this makes it to the live air, uh, happy Passover. <laughs> and, uh, I, as I was doing the last compression of the show and, and uploading it, I realized it's two weeks after Passover. Okay. <laughs> yeah. hmm. Tony's in shade, Tony. I wanted to cut it out so bad, but I, I, I just, I can't. It's the no, fourth he, wall he, and all he, of that. He, he won that one, Harlan. Yeah. The point. <laughs> I had yeah, to submit. Um. So, although I'm, I'm quickly falling back into the same rut after. Uh, I'm, I'm most of the way through the, uh, through John's uh, cop lecture. Um, oh Lord. But then, as I was saying in the pre-show, which, uh, by the way, we broadcast to the world, so you all have heard this already. But for those of you listening to the MP3 version, uh, yeah, I've been, like, completely swamped. I think going to Lodge is the only thing in recording the show tonight that's not work that I've done during a waking hour in almost two weeks. I gotta say, man, for spending so much time at home, you have gotten a lot of gray in your beard. Uh, that's from, uh, well, spending so much time at home. <laughs> hmm. One would think that would be relaxing. <laughs> One would be wrong. Oh, okay. 
Never thought I'd hear the day that I, I went begging and crying to the landlord to let me back in the office. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Working from home, I mean, you just can't beat that commute, though. You know, that's nice. I almost miss the commute now because it's... No, go to hell. It was nope. like a book. It was like a bookend or a chapter divider for my day. Harlan's pretty much salary. It's not really like commute isn't isn't as big a deal to him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, if I don't get to work on time, if there's traffic, I'm in trouble. So it just like the why well, since I live out here, especially you know my commute was like 15 minutes, and and it it was a nice segue. Like, okay, I'm in the car, so I'm starting to put my, my office brain on. And then on the way home, you, you could, most days, if you weren't still, you know, razzled in some awful phone call while you're in the car on the way home, you're, you're, you're chapter breaking the end of the workday. Like, okay, I'm putting on my, I'm going to go play dad hat now. So here, when I have the, you know, 45 second commute walking down the two flights of stairs, there. It's it's like jumping into the cold water, just splash. Well, like here uh, we are, we're at work. Harlan, a liar's work is never done. <laughs> hmm. I don't know what you mean by this, Scotty. Isn't that what you do? I'm sorry, I missed a lawyer's work's never done. I think, My bad. I, I think the issue is that when Harlan drives to work and he spends that time waking up, he's still billing somebody for those minutes. When he walks down the stairs, he gets no wake-up time. He has to immediately start working, and it's just not fair. He's used to getting paid an hour, two hours a day to drive. Yeah, he, he First off, Bruce, sitting at work, working immediately, BS. I, I, only, I only bill by the hour for trials. Uh, everything else I flat fee because I hate billable hours. Mostly I hate tracking them. But that doesn't invalidate your point because that actually means I am still getting paid to. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyway, that makes the drive to work much much nicer when you're when you're whatever. Uh, Speaking of, uh, everybody excited about my upcoming uh, federal jury duty? Oh, oh yes, yes, Bruce got the summons. Oh. I am not, Bruce. Uh, I'm all I'm all excited, thinking it's going to be like some awesome murder case or or something like that and jason's like no it's probably going to be like tax evasion yeah thank you for your service sir yeah <laughs> hey hey harlan how can he get out of that how can he get out of it uh, have- it's, i'm not it's, getting out so of it. it's federal jury duty and he works for yeah. a subcontractor of a milk company that has a lot of government that, anyway he ain't getting out of it halliburton <laughs> yeah um <laughs> Mm. There's no no getting out of jury duty for one in Bruce's position. Well, federal jury duty. This yeah, is not going to happen. That's whatever. Um, I'm on so. call for two months. And uh, and, and w- within that letter, there was a nice paragraph talking about how they had been shut down for three months because of COVID. So I'm sure they have backlog. a nice, uh, backlog that uh, basically means I'll be getting multiple cases over that two-month period. We'll see how that goes. Vomit. Yeah. Knock on wood, I, I I've really, never had jury duty. I really wish I had a better idea for you, Bruce, but I've I've actually I was I was telling you guys on Slack, I've I've never appeared in our federal court district. I have no idea how they do things or how fun or unfun it may end up being. Can't you just say um, taxation is theft and then get a, get out of it? 
No. Okay. No. Like, can you just say something like... Again, I'm not going to try and get out of it, Scott. I'm not saying no, I'm saying that you would. I'm saying, like, if one would. Not you, necessarily. <laughs> Scotty's trying to play it in case he gets a summons. How to, right. how to just the dog on that and get out of it. Here's what I'm going to do, y'all. Even if that two months is the most miserable two months of my life, I'm going to play it up and make it sound awesome to Scott so that when he <laughs> summons, he'll be super excited about it, and then he'll go and... You are the worst, Bruce. <laughs> you know... So anyway, I'm going to update y'all about how awesome this jury duty is going to be here in about a month. It starts Scotty's going to be on jury duty. Month, so like three weeks. Bruce told me there was candies. There are no candies. <laughs> this is awful. What, blackjack and strippers too? Yeah, you got to go in the judges chambers for all that. That's a... Uh... Mm. <laughs> I uh, anyway, I'll be the judge of that. There's a lot of high-profile cases uh, going around here lately, so you know maybe I'll get lucky. Oh, and one of those. That yeah, could be that's fun. That's good, Bruce. You could be on the jury for one of those. Yeah. And, and well, then, no, no, that I don't. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and then, and then people, Harlan, don't put that on me. People will dox you on the Reddit, and then you'll get to have friendly chats with whichever side it is you've pissed off with the verdict. And you'll love m more guns. Ah, because both sides in, in current conflicts in our town are uh, very rational actors who just want you to understand their perspective. Right. Uh -huh. As someone who lives within a stone's throw of Minneapolis, oh, I can assure you, that is exactly what's going on. Very, pe they're all they yeah. somewhat mostly peaceful. There's a lot of stones getting thrown, too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Bruce, I, I was actually just, <laughs> just messing with you until you brought that up, and now I'm... Now I'm a little concerned, buddy. Um, <clears throat> Still, yeah, I mean to, it's you know it's we need to get you out of this. Also, don't 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 forget the fact that they did try to set that building on fire last week. They so. they still are. So Bruce, oh, they're they're still trying. Room? It's just an, an ongoing attempt. Well, so there's there's U.S. Marshals around that are like, oh, damn it, I thought you they're were they're in the building. Well, I mean it's not like Portland, but it it they they're not constantly attempting but there there are multiple attempts made in in a week I mean, it's, it's it's whatever yeah. i'm not i'm not actually sweating it here's the thing with the u.s marshals that are in the building is there's a handful of them that are proper u.s marshals most of them are contractors working for the u.s ah, marshals there i am are retired cops and are like older than soil yeah but I mean, it's it's kind of. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep that in mind. I have I speak, a. Uh, I speak from direct <clears throat> evidence and exposure and working with them. Can y'all so see our, me on camera? Our federal yes. courthouse is. is oh, I can't it, see me. It occupies its own city block, so it's almost like it's got a moat of street around it. Most do. So, so all they got to do is is open some windows on the upper floor and lob out the tear gas canisters and you know board them back up again. Wave yeah. the wave the cars through. Wave yeah. the jurors through. Yeah, and it's, the federal courthouses up here in the Twin Cities are the same. They take up an entire city block. Yeah, I we actually have a guy that in, at our lodge who um, does customs, and they've they've been going through special training for federal officers here in. 
to nope. do what they need to do. Because when I think of enforcing federal law within the confines of the United States, I think, yeah, let's call in the customs department. Well, I mean, when you got so many casualties and whatnot, people getting hurt and blinded and whatnot, they they call up anybody they can get. They still owe me a fifth of Cuban rum. They stole it. Stole it or confiscated it? It didn't go in the confiscation bin. I watched that. <laughs> flip it in. There's a song I know that says we can share if we if you want to. Harlan's gonna go back and find that guy in like 20 years. Hey, remember me? Remember me? Hey, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> How was that rum? What you got there? What you drinking right now? Oh. <laughs> He's gonna tie him to a table and pour rum in his mouth until he dies. <laughs> so, well, no, it was. It was on the way back from my honeymoon, and I had my new wife who was desperately pleading with me not to make a scene. She just wanted to go home, which was only infuriating me more, as, as you probably understand. Is this the same wife Be- Because she wasn't upset for you, do you mean? No, because when I have that personality type where I never really grew out of being a teenager. <laughs> so when someone tells me what to do, white guys. it kind of just pisses me off. And so then I had this guy stealing my rum, even though I know it's legal for import because I, I checked over the whole set of guidelines, but he wasn't having it and giving me paperwork about the appeal you can file. Meanwhile, he's walking away with my bottle. <laughs> and, and then on the other hand, I have my new wife, who I'm still trying to impress because we hadn't been married to that point where, like, you know, you just don't care. She's never going to be impressed with you anyway. And so, oh, so so you so you just you're you're just mad because you want to still be acting tough. Yeah, yeah. And then she's all like, "I just want to go home." And then she's mad, which is making me more mad. It was a it was a very awful, awful experience there at the at the border. It's forever tainted my opinion of all customs agents. So I got your rum. I'm now customsist. So is it the same wife you have now still though? Not only do I know yes. two CBP oh, okay. agents that are in the craft, you know one of those two. I yeah. probably know several. Uh, and, and yes, Scotty, I've I've only been married once and only ever will be. I know. I'm just I'm just assuming she's listening right now, and I just wanted to <laughs> hear what you say. Harlan, you're an under. She lets me out of this cage, and I'm running wild. Never coming t- back. Dude, I told my wife that something. I said, I said, look, I said, look, honey, I'm, I'm never, we're never gonna like break up or anything. But like, when you die, that's it. I'm not getting remarried. Why, why does that matter to, to her? Like, well, you know, statistically, you're gonna be right, dead long that, before is she is. Is that right? supposed to be comforting? <laughs> my, my wife's older than me. Um, I, so, I said what I yeah, said. I know your lifestyle. <laughs> right. Don't bank. <laughs> I, I've got the odds on her. Like, well, my wife's older than I am too. Guess who's dying first? <laughs> well, I told her. I told her. I said, if if you die before me, I'm I'm not. I'm just not doing this shit again. I just just don't have it in me. I just don't. <laughs> you know. She goes, oh, you you wouldn't ever be with anybody else ever again. I said, no, I didn't say that. <laughs> she took it as romantic. Scott's just doing it out of laziness. Yeah. <laughs> and down that road. Sheer convenience goes a long way. I mean, we're coming up on ten years, so I know Harlan's got to speed, right? Harlan, how long y'all been what? married? Uh, our tenth anniversary is coming up. 
some point. We'll be together for 10 years next year, but oh, it'd be no, married next yeah. Shoot. I, I point out on God, you're old. We've been I'm together 16 years. The longest, but I'm also the oldest guy in, yeah. on my second one. Right. So wait, how long you John, how long you been married currently? Uh to to this one? 11 years. Okay, so you got you got yeah. it on. Yeah, that's a good number. I think 11. Yeah. <laughs> after, it's a good number, after, John. After good about year four, zero shits are given. I mean, really, it's just like, you know, it's like, oh, it's you again. Okay. That's why you. You want to you go to dinner again? Or not? So, did you guys <laughs> That's have... why you have to get to that point in your relationship as soon as possible so you know if you can do that for the rest of your life or not. Yeah. Right. Well, and that's what yeah. we did. And we Every, and everything else up, like leading up to that, is just bullshit. Now, John, did you have young children when y'all got married? No, I didn't have any kids when I got married. Neither did, did my did the missus. We've only got our one our one kiddo, and he's eight. Okay, okay. So not not only did we not have kids, we did it in proper order of the marriage, then the kids, and not the other. I'm using my quotation you, fingers. Quote you do proper. it however you do it, but you know, I yeah, I, I like formulaic math i hear you well only reason why i bring uh bring that up is because like there were see we well, we were married for th- about three years before amelia came along and she she just turned four so like that first like couple years after the kid was born it was just kind of like you know touch and go <laughs> yeah no, yeah you get to that point when you have kids especially when it's your first kid it's like yeah <laughs> Yeah, we're like, wasn't like, oh, it's you. It's like, oh, have I've done more than you? Shut up. <laughs> yeah. oh, I will marriage. say this: shortly after my son was born, and I've, I don't think I, I don't know if I've ever mentioned it on the show, but Prozac was my friend. Let me just put it to you that way. <laughs> Low doses go a long way. I hear you. I hear you. I know. I, I didn't go there, but. I, w- I was hitting the gym fairly hard right before my daughter was born because I knew that like gym time was just going away for oh. for a long time because I was spending like three hours every other day there. I was I had finally got a day shift job and then it, I was like, oh, we're right after work at four o'clock. I'm gonna go straight to the gym, get what I need to get done, and I I got in per- some decent shape. And then like I ate a whole bunch of like microwave chicken patties after my daughter was born yeah whatever's convenient you can shovel down your face that that is correct yeah absolutely then we then we got a house at the same time as like screw it yeah welcome to the story of why johnny's got a drinking problem (laughs) good times So uh, our um, so uh, using code words, our purple people eaters have to- said that uh, only the minimum amount of people are going to be at our Grand Lodge here coming up. And I'm on. I was told that um, the Masonic Villages uh, representatives for each district are not to be there. But I'm also on the. Um, credentialing committee which basically checks people in yep so 
I don't know if they're still going to have me do that or if they're going to do nope. all that online or what. Nope, you'll be there. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I don't mind. I, I like taking the and day off. Well, you're not you're not going to be able to go got... in the ballroom, but you'll <clears throat> you'll be out front doing the teller thing. Sure. What'd you say, Bruce? I said you are an essential worker of that function. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm fine with it. I'm fairly certain. Uh, I wasn't even trying to be funny. Sadly, no. Yeah, it is. Well, the um. What is it like? The average age of a, of a mason is what fifty seven or sixty two, something like that. What's the average age of a mason in our state, Harling? You should know this, right? You know this. No, I I know our our lodge is in the the low fifties, I think. But <laughs> yeah. Well, my point is, is that a lot of old older guys they usually wear their masks and. Maybe not the ones from um, <clears throat> out out of town. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But I mean, there's still going to be one delegate from each lodge, so there's still going to be a lot of people. Yeah. Um, so we did ours digitally, and we still had, a, if I remember right, we still had a single delegate per lodge. Maybe they'll give me some plexiglass. Not really. They better. I'm bringing it. There's many people to have in one room. I mean, don't get me wrong; it's a big room. But... Around with it in front of your face. That's a great right. idea. Just like a whole sheet, or mount a little handle onto it, like a riot shield. Yeah, put a, put a little slot in there so you can get the their paperwork through it and then pass it right back through. Right. And like walk to the bathroom with it. Why don't we just amend the constitution briefly so that we will wear aprons over our faces? <laughs> So I feel that's like killing two birds with one stone. No, I feel like that's not going to kill anything. Somehow I have a suspicion that that's just going to cause more illnesses. Yeah, well, especially if you're doing the direct transfer, pulling it from down here to up here, and now you're walking around with your and and the EA is definitely they're going to be running into things. So you can't really be doing that. That's there true. aren't going to be any EAs there. That's true because there's no degree work. Not there. I'm just talking about there. That's okay. Because there's gonna be 500 people in one room. Oh, okay. I was yeah. just trying to. Yeah, I was just trying much. to. I was just trying to get the joke further down the road. But the okay, okay, Bruce. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I don't know, man. I look forward. To, I th- I told my brother. Uh, I said, I said, hey, Matt. I'm fairly certain I can talk an old guy off of the committee. Uh, be- get one of these younger guys in there, and like what I do. I said. Listen, we could take the day off. Tell our wives that a Grand Lodge takes all day long. Do our work in the morning and then leave. <laughs> yeah. We've been doing that for 15 years, y'all. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Scott, and, I declare you an honorary thrice past master. <laughs> I mean, I figured that out all by yourself, did you? <laughs> I told him, I said, I said, dude, we can we can go. And get chicken wings and beer and be there for hours and no one will call us. And if they do, we're in lodge. We can't answer. Tell them you can come join us for the weekly or weekly yearly buffet that we go to every oh, lodge. I'm severely lactose intolerant and eating I'll tell you, us. I've been twice. Yeah. Eating at that restaurant uh, that y'all go to well, hold on. So there's there's two days we're, to Grand Lodge. We're 
I, I'm referring specifically to the pizza one. The, yeah, the, like the other the, one, but I can't eat pizza. Forget that other one. What? Well, I mean, they have salad. What does that mean? It has cheese on it, dude. I, I'm severely lactose intolerant. Uh, I'll die. Oh, at this pizza joint, it's probably not actually cheese. <laughs> oh, it has any hey, milk. is it that same pizza joint you assholes cheese. brought me to? Uh, it is, except it's the one down it's by the, the good river. <laughs> yeah, nicer. Called it. Imagine and, uh, that place, but the opposite. Yeah, and with like lots of alcohol so, like, options. So like, oh, it, it, ser- it serves beer. The food's actually like warm, and it passes health inspections. Little yeah. skeezers. Uh, all except that last part. <laughs> um, I don't know that I'd want to go, considering where we do. Where we host our Grand Lodge is kind of the center of um, the mess right now. Some civic tension that's town. going on in our town. Of, of Hickory Stick Central. And Hickory it, Stick? And yeah. there, there are mobs of people constantly attempting to occupy. Well, you know, John, we were talking about the federal courthouse. It's like two blocks away from where we do Grand Lodge. Oh, um, seriously? Yeah. yeah. So. And all I can think about is the type of people who are in that mass of folk downtown um, are somewhere in that crowd are plenty of the type of people who, if they found out there was an assembly of Masons happening they right may, there. They, they may decide that, you know, causation does not equal correlation or vice versa and just... yeah. yeah. And then we have a lot of, of mental? old guys who really like to carry guns and old uh, guys. Um, I'm younger than you, aren't I? <laughs> I think. Oh man, I see this yeah. ending poorly. Yeah, no, this is going to be like beyond the uh, Masonic Police Department <laughs> kind of yikes. I, I think I need to make a recommendation to the Grand Secretary. Like, y'all need to do this over at the Grand Lodge building that's on the other end of town. Um, we couldn't properly social distance there, so please, we can't do that. Please don't send a gaggle of up to a thousand masons in the middle of of uh, Occupy Antifa whatever protests. God, that would be a nightmare. Yeah, that's uh, well, that's the plan right now, Bruce. Um, but see, we do it in the morning. They come out the at night. One. They're not going to be there at that specific place. No, I don't know, man. Several blocks away. I hope so. You, dear sir, obviously underestimate the rampant spread of a disenfranchised group of people when properly pissed. Uh, it, uh, it, in case y'all forgot from 20 minutes ago, I'm going to be there for the next three months. Yeah, so I'll let you know. Yeah, good point. That's true. <laughs> Cheers, mate. Good luck with that. <laughs> Asshole. I'm here to help. Oh my god, he went outside. The sun is still out where you are? Right. Yeah. <laughs> we have sun in That's Minnesota. how far away yeah. he is, Scott. I haven't seen the sun in days. Damn. It's it well, it's vaguely it's somewhere up there generally in that direction. I don't know. We're not used to it in the north. It comes out, we all shriek and then dive into our igloos and cuddle up next to our caribou. Mm, Sleep inside of your tauntaun. <laughs> You'll die before you reach the first marker. There you go. That was a Star Wars reference for you guys. 
you're welcome. Thanks, I, I spooled up on it, but you know, I've got I figured y'all got it, but our our vast listener didn't. Maybe. I I would imagine our three listeners. Listeners, uh, plural, Scotty. There's more than one. There's more. Like so, active? so I wanted to ask y'all something. Uh, do y'all want to like see if we can get some sponsorships for the Shindig and upgrade our our platform? Hold on, I'm gonna shove my phone back into my pocket. <laughs> what's, what's wrong with our platform, Scotty? Nothing's wrong with it. I think we could reach a lot more people. I really do. I think we should move to the D and D model. Just forego After Lodge entirely, starting next week. Just immediately with no warning. Start. <laughs> <laughs> just drop it as a surprise. I mean, we we could always don't, don't use address it. it. Nothing. Just I've got a key to our lodge indeed. hall. I go. mean, we can go over there and do any time D and D. Set the camera up. Uh, I mean, I feel like it would have to be done online, especially if John's going to do it. Right. It's a long well, drive to make every you know Wednesday. <laughs> every Wednesday. We, night. we could get John on there. Um, you remember the Tom Green show? He had his buddy that was there that had no. like a. I specifically no. don't remember the Tom Green show because I'd rather flatten my balls with a wooden hammer than watch him. Right. Uh, <laughs> Just, you know. I'm, I'm, the, the Tom Green was doing, like, joke pranks and whatnot before Jackass was even a thing. Yeah, but he was doing, like, the dumb kind. No, you need to go back and watch the ones where he would go behind pizza guys and try and upsell them. <laughs> upsell the uh, the person that was buying the pizza and like, okay, you want an extra meat on there? And he just starts throwing. It's hilarious. You got to watch it. Don't don't just look at his movies and go, okay, yeah, the guy's a big dummy. funny in that movie he did with Drew Barrymore. That's the only time I've ever laughed at Tom Green. Charlie's uh, Angels? Yeah, that'd be about it. Was it the chat? The chat? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big proponent that Tom Green and uh, a- Andy Dick should be packed into an outhouse and shot into orbit. Hmm. Yeah, no, that's a big part of my childhood, so screw you guys. <laughs> okay, hey, Andy Dick. I grew up watching Ren and Stimpy, not, so... Not Andy Dick. Oh, Ren and Stimpy was good, too. Are you afraid of the dark? Have you ever watched that one? Are you afraid of the dark? It was a, um, it was on SNCC. It was like Friday night, or was it Scott? Saturday? That's like your generation. That's like the end of mine. Yeah. That's, well, well, he which, brought up Brennan Stimpy. It was part of SNCC. I think that was replays. Uh, maybe so. Are you afraid of the dark? Was like pre Goosebumps. Um. Ren and Stimpy was originally like early 90s. Oh, yeah. Weren't on MTV first? 91, 92. Uh, I don't know. Mm. I don't know why my camera's not anyway. working anymore, but huh. I can't see myself. I can't see. Um, John. I can see you, buddy. Okay, I can't see my own screen. I, I don't know what the deal is with that. Um, like I said, we could upgrade our platform. Yeah. No. And then I'll start painting really bad stuff and making crap, and I'll uh, sell it like a certain peacock on another uh, 
Masonic podcast. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. But I do know that we have some. Uh, we have some brothers that do sell some Masonic merchandise. Um, I own a few of the things that they they've sold. Um, like uh, I could name drop a couple people, but I mean, I, I I bought like a watch, a couple hats. You know. Yeah, I like so, that guy. I like the hat guy. Um, now, I didn't get this t-shirt from anybody. I just found it on some random t-shirt site. It just says, there is no conspiracy. Since this is an audio show. <clears throat> I can't Lord. hear Harlan. Is he talking? Yeah, sorry. I had my... Uh... My microphone inadvertently muted, which means all of the incredible, insightful, and witty things I've been saying for minutes now have been missed. Minutes. Let's not say they were missed. All right. Love you too, guys. Just or that they, they were said. Record. Let's just yeah. <laughs> yeah. Max, you, you want to say something? Me. I hate to assume. Makes an ass out of you and me. John, I've still got vacation time. Don't make me drive up there. <laughs> I say I just burned up all mine on a motorcycle trip last week, so I can't how, run. How'd that go? Yeah, tell us about that. So that originally the plan was to uh, uh, do a complete loop of Lake Superior, which is apparently a fantastic ride. However, our wonderful neighbors to the north, being prudent and wise, said, "No, no, Yankees shall here. not come up here at this time." Yes. Right. Because y'all are crazy and a plague-ridden rate, uh, group of people. Yep. So then we were going to do the uh, kind of the border of Minnesota and Wisconsin combined. Well, about day three, my buddy's bike crapped out. Thankfully, we were at his family's cabin. So then we spent the next three days drinking like fish and tearing his old bike apart down to the frame and rebuilding it. That's still a good time. Yeah, yeah well, no, it wasn't a bad time. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, we didn't get we didn't get nearly. I mean, we still got uh, fifteen hundred miles on, but it wasn't nearly what we planned. Yeah, well, but I can't complain. I found that sometimes the the best trips are the ones that don't go a hundred percent to plan. Like I got lost one time in a large national forest here and locally <laughs> because my my. Again, my my brother said, "Oh no, I know this trail. I don't need yeah. a map." Oh! But we had a great time. Except we for got, almost being stranded. Said, said the Donner Party. No, right. well, listen. To be fair, it's, it was a very it's a very popular park and very active trails. So, like, we could have just followed somebody and got out, but we not wouldn't necessarily got to our car. You know what I mean? So we weren't going to die. It was just an adventure. Yeah, I can't argue that. I mean, our, our trip actually turned out better than we'd hoped because we'd missed a couple of, like one day that had just been a mostly a crap ride across the southern border of Wisconsin through Milwaukee and then finally back to Lakeside. Because um, the, the other thing was we were going to uh, just shoot the uh, Great River Road down the Mississippi for a while. 
But then we realized that like, the, the path would have brought us into Illinois and neither one of us could have traveled into Illinois at that particular moment because we were loaded for bear. And Yeah, I don't like traveling to Illinois. Yeah, well, I mean, I didn't feel like taking apart my shooter into three separate pieces into three separate components on my bike. Yeah. Yeah. I told I told my wife, I said, if we ever travel out west, we'll have to go around Illinois. I I just said I'm not doing it. I've I've heard Southern Illinois is absolutely lovely, but I was gonna say it's not that bad, you will. Good grief. I've driven yeah. through it. I've driven through it years and years ago. I went to a um uh, martial arts seminar back in oh, well, this is it's been a long time ago. Oak Grove, Missouri. It's out right outside of Kansas City, Missouri. So I, yeah. Oh, you've been to Oak Grove? Yep, I've been to all around KC Mo. Okay. What were you doing there? Just hanging out? <laughs> Try, trying to get thrown out of every bar on the air. You're on the air. You're on the air. <laughs> I'm not saying anything nobody else wants to listen to the show that I don't do. What are you trying to do? Get bounced out of bars? It's my favorite pastime. That's fair. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah. <sighs> I don't do that anymore now that I'm a seminarian, in case Scott's listening. <laughs> I'm not. Or or my patriarch, because I think he listens to the show occasionally. He did say too. pastime. It's his yeah, pastime. Favorite pastime of his. It's the past. Yeah. But yeah, like when I even like explaining the the gun laws in Illinois, like traveling through, like you said, uh, explaining them to my very Democrat wife, uh, she looked at me like that's st- stupid. Oh, I said that word. Sorry. She looked at me and she goes, "That's stupid," and I go, "I know. We're just cutting. We're just passing through." It's a it's a different bag of jacks trying to carry a gun in Illinois because you you just can't. Yeah. Although, it, to be fair. To my, my peeps in Chicago, I do love myself a visit to the Green Door. That is awesome. What's the Green Door? That's funny because I've been to a place in Chicago called the Blue Door. I'm not familiar with that. I'm I'm thinking of Buddy Guys Club. No, this is a this Blue is a Club. restaurant. Kind of okay. a, maybe a, a little bit nicer restaurant. Probably you the Green Door. Isn't that a porno? Uh, it. No, that's that's the red door, which is across the block, (laughs) and that's my frequent watering hole. Yeah, so y'all don't even want to know about the black door. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's funny until the colorblind guy shows up and goes in the wrong door. Yeah, just he he knows what door's what. Yeah, the red door's sticky. We, I was just gonna say that, like. Your other senses are heightened, so he can smell it. <laughs> but uh, I haven't been to Chicago in a long time. I last time I went to Chicago, it was still called the Sears Tower. <laughs> so, that was a while ago. Yeah. Um, Let's say I think the last time I was in Chicago, like a handful of years prior, they finally knocked over Caprini Green. If you don't know what that is, Google it. I'm not going to tell you the story. It is. It is not a place a guy looking like me would want to be at. Okay, fair. And I'm not casting dispersions because I may or may not have made it there when it was still upright. But zoinks! They don't like bald guys. Well, especially if <laughs> if I was. <laughs> That's what he meant. Well, arguably, <laughs> yes. As a very pasty white guy with now a shaved head, I'm pretty sure I would have 
and a goatee. Yeah, well, thankfully back then I... He didn't say white, John. He just said... Oh, no, I did. Bald head. Speaking of bald heads, I got a... uh, My wife just walked down yesterday, one, down here in the middle of a call that was of some importance, I think. I completely lost it after this. I don't remember. And she shows me her phone, and it's a text message from her grandmother. As serious as can be, asking her... Are you or Harlan involved with the KKK or a skinhead? And she just... You said just John. She just... (laughs) So I looked at it, and then I looked at her, and I asked if we needed to take her grandmother to to a facility, and and then laughed so hard I couldn't talk. So... I guess her grandmother's trying to get woke or something, so she's been reading a bunch of stuff, and apparently whatever sources she's been finding says that anybody who's associated with libertarianism or individual rights or gun rights or free speech, it's because they're in the KKK and a skinhead. Oh, the boogie those, boys. Those are the, new, those are the new dog whistles. When you say liberal things like the right to speak or assemble or defend myself though those are now alt-right philosophies but then she totally forgot the fact that you have that precluding thing that would keep you out of both groups yes rather that's 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 what made it even better and then i I, the conspiracy john i asked my wife later i was like what was she reading and then she i don't know she named some author i think i've heard about on msnbc or whatever but i just and I talk about things like free speech and the right to assemble and bear arms, yada, 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 like, you know, ad hominem. It's, it's who I am. It's, it's what I talk about. Yeah. And she's heard that a lot. And so when she read that, she thought, oh, oh my God, my granddaughter married a Klansman and a skinhead. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, I don't know what makes me more sad that that somebody who's that old could not know better than to believe what you read from someone on cable news or that my classic liberal persuasions are now, I guess, terroristic fascist tendencies. That would be it. Uh, Yeah. It it was just, it was the funniest thing. It might have been one another one of Scotty's. You had to have been there moments, but no, I, I, no, I get I, the humor in it, but I'm still like, like what? My, my my chi is slightly ruptured. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, don't feel too bad, Harlan. My grandma uh, said that she won't be taking the COVID nineteen vaccination because it's the mark of the beast. So the vaccination itself is, or COVID is. Well, the vaccination. You know, you know I was gonna. I might actually concur with that, especially considering the news, uh, the news out of Russia, right? Y'all know they, they got the vaccine. I, I mean, of course it's not trustworthy. It's from Russia, but <laughs> if anybody's going to like make everybody take on the, the mark of the, of the Soviet beast, see what I did there? Um, it would be, it would be Russia. Well, you can have the vaccine independent studies. You can have the vaccine, but you have to let us chip you. Right. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm against being chipped. I, I don't want to be chipped. Why? 
You got something to hide? No, I don't like the idea of all currency being attached to your chip. Well, the only reason you wouldn't like that, Scotty, is because uh, you hate people. As he pays for a new Superman comic with Apple Pay. Yeah. I, first of all, haven't bought a comic book in years. Secondly, I haven't sold my soul to Apple. Thirdly, how so dare Google, you, sir? <laughs> well, that was like the meme, the meme I posted on Facebook a couple of days ago. It was like, I'm not going to get the vaccine because I don't want to get chip starter kit. It's a picture of like an iPhone and an Alexa and a Nest. Yeah. And like the Apple Pay and the PayPal font or icons. Like, yeah. No, that... But at the end of the day, you could, you could turn all that off and Facebook. leave it. Huh? Yeah, but you choose not to. Right. I mean, it's up to me if I want to or not. But if you have a chip... There's no turning it off. It's under the skin. It's it's in you. Nothing, nothing. A uh, little bit of bathtub gin and a sharpened K bar won't fix. But but in this scenario, Scott, like you're choosing the chip. Yeah. Yeah. Well, sure. But see, there's a difference. How I'm is making. That better? I'm making the choice. There's a difference. I'm not saying it's better. I'm just saying that you're you have the opportunity. Like people who smoke, for example, they're well aware of all the risks, but they do it because they enjoy it. Can confirm. They do it because they have a substance addiction, but can yes, confirm. They also enjoy it. <laughs> and at the same time, some people have addictions Both to technologies too. Right. So listen, I I have no problem when they finally to having the chip because when they finally find my body in a burnt out car after some sort of weird twist of fate my dental records are shit so at least we'll figure out be able to figure out who the dumb dead guy in the back of the volkswagen is i mean y'all have seen logan's run right i for one welcome our new government overlords <laughs> they're gonna take good care of us how many vietnam vets you see walking around that aren't being taken good care of right, right. none they're all completely happy in luxury and health but that's how we're gonna that. be it won't last long. The machines will overtake them soon as well. Eventually, speaking of, we're getting a Matrix 4. Are we going to go see that? Because my wife won't. Why? Uh, why? Why? Sucked. Well, did you, did you tell her that the Wachowskis recently came forward and said that the entire Matrix trilogy was a metaphor for transness? Yeah. yeah I, I call that, that post facto bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> I, um,. Yeah. There was a lot of deep philosophical in there, but not. Yeah, that. I'm probably going to have to see it. It's like Pirates of the Caribbean. Like, I know that I'm going to regret it, but I just can't stop myself. More like like the new Star Wars. I love Any kind of Bourne movie. It's it's the same thing. Like, if something comes out with Bourne in the name, have my 20 bucks. (laughs) Right. I'm not happy about it. Yeah. I'm not happy about the Justice League movie, not, but I'm I definitely paid it. to see it. That's for sure. <laughs> All I could see is Harlan in the line, just shut up! I don't want to see this movie. Take my twenty bucks. Give me my damn ticket. Where's and then he walks part? out. And then he walks out. Harlan, how was it? It was amazing. <laughs> and I hate that it was amazing. I honestly just think. I honestly think that the reason why we're getting a Matrix Four is because Ke- Keanu Reeves effing killed it in the John Wick series and people just want to see him be an action star again and in my opinion 
the Matrix put him. I mean, I know Speed. He was in Speed, but the Matrix really made him an action star. I don't. I, I will concur with that. And Wachowski's actually hasn't seen the John Wick series, and I still need to. What? Yeah. I, no, I still haven't. Oh, I still buddy. I know. I know. Um, but the first one, man. Here's the secret of why they're making the fourth Matrix is because the Wachowskis are probably out of money, and they need to like buy shit. Well, the other, the other, because uh, it's going to be crap. The other former brother fund their indie uh, movies. What? What are their new names? Lana and what? I don't remember. Lana. Something else that starts with an L. They both start with L's. Yeah, they, they've, they've, they, yeah. So they both transitioned, and one is doing the movie, and the other is not. Oh, really? So, yeah. So it's only one of the Wachowskis doing it. So. Oh, this keeps getting better. So I know that I do know that Keanu Reeves and um, Carrie Ann Moss are going to be in it for sure, and they are. Um, they, I believe it's in their contracts to have some creative control, um, but I know for a fact that uh, Lawrence Fishburne has not been tapped for Morpheus, and um, oh, there's somebody else. I believe, um, oh, Doogie Hauser, what's his name? Oh, uh, Neil Patrick okay. Harris. Yes, he is going to be the new bad guy. What? Because, yeah, because the guy that played Agent Smith, I'm blanking on his name too. Uh, uh, that's uh, uh, oh Christ. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and he's awesome too. Yeah. Who starts with an uh, H? Hugo Weaving. Yes. Hugo Weaving. He he will not be back for his role either. What? Um, <clears throat> yeah. He probably doesn't want to because he probably thinks that you know that was probably a pretty finished storyline. He wouldn't even come back for Red Skull. That's true. If it if it takes place after no, three, he did there's, come back there's no good Skull. reason for Agent Smith to still be in it. Yeah. Well, the only reason why Agent Smith would be in it is because the reason why um, Lawrence Fishburne Burns not in it, I have heard rumors that uh, the the machines cloned Neo and uh, Trinity. In order for them to kickstart the next cycle of the next Matrix, and they have to get young Morpheus to do what he's got to do. This sounds awful. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds horrible. And, and Scotty, watch it. and Scotty, he did come back as Red Skull. He didn't come back as Red Skull. There's a different actor. No, Hugo Weaving was when uh, Endgame was going. He was the guardian of the Soul Stone. That was Hugo Weaving played. Mm, yes, okay. I can, rec- a- I can sh- recognize his voice anyway. I am D B. Hold on. I I I I I disagree with you, sir. Hold on. Hold on. I am D B. Right. Says Hold the on. guy with a Superman you know, poster on the back of his wall. You need yeah. a calm DC down. clown. Hold on, hold on, hold you know, on. We, uh, we evolve into this movie shtick. Endgame, endgame, right? Yeah, I think we do after Lodge. Or, uh, it was either. Well, usually or, after uh, Lodge, we. Well, no, I suppose that happens there too. 
Endgame or uh, Infinity War. Okay, was it, it was which one was it? Although I, he was in both, I think. But Infinity War, was. Infinity War was he was alive? No, it wasn't in that one. And he was in both, wasn't he? Okay, yes, regardless. He Lawrence Fishburne ain't doing anything right now. There's no good reason for him to not be in this movie unless it's just an age thing. Like, there is yeah. no older Morpheus in the movie. Well, and if it's an age thing, I mean, don't get me wrong, Kyrie Ann Moss is probably still... Red I mean... Skull was played by Ross Marquand. He was not played by Hugo Weaving in the new last two movies. He was played by a guy named Ross Marquand. Why didn't Weaving play it? He didn't want to be a part of it anymore. He doesn't want to do he he didn't want to do like the heavy makeup and he didn't enjoy doing the role. Um I'm trying to trying to see huh. Oh, Ross Marquand plays um Aaron on The Walking Dead. I saw the first season of that and gave up. Okay, he's late he's late on. Um Trying to see if there's something else you might know him in. I've seen the first two episodes. I made it through the first season and then pop smoke on that show. But no, and I thought the same thing that you did, uh, you did, John, about about that. I was like, wait a minute. I was like, wait a minute. Is that Hugo Weaving? And my wife's like, no, it's not Hugo Weaving. And I said, no, that's got to be. So we looked it up, and it looked like he did not want anything to do with it. So they found a guy that looks and sounds like him. Yeah, that I mean, poor bastard's not going to have a career after this. <laughs> Dude, he was in the Lord of the Rings, The Hobbits. He he's Agent Smith. He's V for Vendetta. He's V. Yep. Yeah. I mean, he's been in uh, does, uh, Black Forty Seven. He's been in a ton of stuff. Yeah. Does he need to be? Does Does he need it? Really? <laughs> I mean, when you're when you're able to, like, I don't need that Disney money, man. I'm good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, it's Disney money, though. Most most people cannot turn down Disney money. No, no I certainly cannot. They should have just animated his head. They might have actually. I'm not sure, but they. I I, I still can't figure out why they're doing a fourth Matrix because the two and three could have been one movie. Because there is a it's the pursuit for money. Jackasses like me who will go to the theater and say, shut up and take my money. Right. That's that's the reason, John, is that yeah. we're going to pay to see the movie, so they're going to make the movie. If you build it, they will come. When yeah. I saw the 17 Pirates of the Caribbean, it was it's like, ah, here I am again. Take so, my money. And it's, ex- it, it, it's an exhausting experience, because you know, first of all, it's going to be a three-hour movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. And so, it's going to be Johnny Depp, and it's going to be full of well, I, I, I hesitate to call it a plot, but for whatever reason, it's be mildly entertaining. You just go and you Not pay crazy. the money and you Saturday. eat the popcorn. Guys, he said that uh, Hugo Wiving said, "Oh yeah, I'd love to play the character of Red Skull. It was a lot of fun. We were obliged to sign up for three pictures. I was thinking Red Skull probably wouldn't 
wouldn't come back in a Captain America, but he may well come back as a villain in the Avengers. By then, they pushed back the contracts that we agreed on, and so the money they offered me for the Avengers was much less than what I got for the very first one. Then this was for two films, and the the uh, says, and the promise when we first signed the contracts was that the money would grow each time. They said, it's just a voice job. It's not a big deal. I actually found negotiating with them through my agent impossible, and I didn't really want to do it that much. But I would have done it. And then he's not (laughs) – and and he's coming back in here. So so he's upset they they stiffed him on the – he didn't get the Disney money, in fact. Right. He – yeah, he could have. I mean, it was his voiceover work. It would have been showing up for a little bit, but he figured his time was worth more than that. And then um, The Matrix, he says, a different story. It's unfortunate, but I actually had an offer for a, The Visit, and then the offer came from The Matrix. The Visit's a different movie. So I knew it was happening, but I didn't have an, have dates. I thought I could do both. It took eight weeks to work out, and the dates would work. I held off accepting a role in The Visit during that time. I was in touch with director Lana Wachowski, but... In the end, she decided that the dates weren't going to work, so we we'd sort the we'd sort the dates, and then she sort of changed her mind. They're pushing on ahead without me. So oh, that sucks. Yeah, he. Oh, he, he wanted to do so it. Good. Yeah, he was it. so good. He was. He really was. I think if he would have pushed the, I think if he would have pushed it harder and said, "No, no, no, you need me for this." I don't know. They might CG his image in. They're going to have to like at least talk about what happened in the trilogy. No, it'll be Doogie Howser as Agent Smith. How cool, how cool would it be if he does still like shoot some scenes, he just keeps it a secret? That would be super and then cool. Nobody knows going into it. Kind of like how uh, wait a minute. Spoiler if you haven't seen the last Avengers movie. Yeah, they did that with a bunch of people in the last Avengers. Movie. I have not, but I probably won't. So carry on. When Captain America picks up uh, Molnir, Thor's hammer, and then Thor, uh, Thor's like, "I knew it." <laughs> Everybody knew it. Um, but yeah, it would be really cool. Um, I was I was really big nerd into the Matrix movies. I had all like the movie posters. I actually have a diorama of an Agent uh, Smith and Neo fight that I still have in the package. Um, oh, I've seen those. Yeah. What are talking about? I yeah. got pretty heavy into the uh, into the hacker cyberpunk, I, I, I guess that's what you could call it, culture in high school. So Matrix cultism was just, it was like an entry requirement. Right. <clears throat> well, now in this You're new movie, like I hear... grunge kids who like computers, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, back when Harlan thought technology was cool, not just yes, work. yes, I I enjoyed it. Um, well, until that episode, actually, John, I don't know that I've ever shared that story with you. I'm not going to on the air, but my uh, come to Jesus meeting there, my senior year of high school, with the uh, local law enforcement and the county school board IT people, and it was a whole it was a whole thing. Oh, we need um, to have a conversation about oh. that. Too. <laughs> Yeah, um, it was it was a life altering moment, and then uh, that's when I uh, I don't know I, I guess I just kind of left all that behind me. Still yeah, think it's yeah. cool. Still that's follow the Matrix about, movies. 
that's one of the thing about boosting cars. Unless you steal something out of a federal courthouse, it's not a federal crime. <laughs> Just saying. And yeah, unfortunately, I I the uh, Computer Fraud and Abuse Act makes anything you might do with a computer that's naughty a federal crime. Define yeah. naughty and abuse, because my well, you know, search the statute be... of the uh, <laughs> incognito the statute of the CFA, the text basically says, uh, anytime you do something that someone doesn't like, and there's a keyboard and internet connection involved, uh, you're going to prison. It's hmm. it's a very stupid law, but it's there. It's one of those prosecutorial leverage tools. I'm Chris Hansen. It's a, it's a <laughs> catch-all, like when a cop pulls you over for reckless driving. It's nothing to yeah. fight. It's just, just he needed a reason to pull you over. Or my favorite is the, yeah, well, they don't really even go that far now, Bruce. They just, they arrest you and cite you with resisting arrest. <laughs> That's probably not wrong. I can't confirm I, no, that, but I've, that's probably so, not wrong. There's you know been what? three of those. Not get away with that much longer. There's been three of those that have come through the public advocate here, where like the eventually the judge throws it out because what are you going to do with that? But what? Why do police? First of all, they, they have to have don't they have to have a thing to arrest you for in the first? Yes, place? that's what makes it so, what so ridiculous. It's called like a the, charge. The only charge on the sheet is resisting arrest. So why did you arrest them? Because they were resisting arrest. But okay, okay, got it. And it's basically a... the thing that happens when you mouth off to a cop and insult his ego, and then he wants to show you. Well, he it's, can't it's make a charge, it's... but he can make you spend a couple days in jail. There's not a charge for didn't do what I said. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and there's zero consequences for a cop that does that, so they just, you know, I'll show you, buddy. You're under arrest. Yeah, it makes me insane. Obstruction, obstruction of judicial process. Okay, Kansas, what was the Kansas underlying process? That What's that? Uh, yeah, and then you add, like, so what was the underlying process they were obstructing? Well, I was trying to explain it to him when he started getting unruly. It's not important anymore. <laughs> it just so there's a youtube channel i really enjoy called audit the audit have y'all yeah, seen yeah, that guy that guy he's interesting some hey, of that stuff's a little overdone you're not wrong it, it, but it's really interesting to see how people uh how the breakdowns of these police interactions some go really well some not so bad so much um, you know, and he, and he will go into like, if he gets any kind of information that happens after the fact, he'll be like the city paid Mr. So-and-so, uh, a million dollars because this he, he did do that one video with the two public defenders that got arrested coming out of the courthouse because they wouldn't turn over evidence that their client had given them previously. And oh, like turn it that over was to where the I state discovered so that could... channel. I discovered because it was in Alabama and like these two attorneys are explaining to this sheriff, like, look, this is, I'm telling you what the law is. Like I'm a lawyer coming out of the courthouse and they're like, well, we saw you on the video in the conference room. So, so you were filming an attorney meeting with his client. Like, and then this, oh. this sheriff just kept going and then they eventually are like, well, 
he calls his supervisor, and then they decide to arrest these two attorneys for obstructing, uh, obstructing justice or some interference charge. I don't remember. But this dude, he's just smiling while they put the cuffs on him. And he's like, y'all sure you want to do this? And the comments are just priceless on this video because all these guys are like, what the hell is wrong with you? If you see a black man getting arrested in Alabama and smiling about it, you should stop. Something is wrong. <laughs> they have what's called a slam dunk deputy. You might want to shut up and roll down the his. It's like there's a black guy who's a lawyer in Alabama smiling while you arrest him. If that was me, I would just put the cuffs away and run. And so then it goes on to talk about how these two public defenders reached an undisclosed settlement, but we know it was like seven figures with the with the county and um yeah because that's got reported on the annual budget yeah. and then the comments were great he was it's like can imagine this guy's one phone call from the jail like uh sorry honey uh, i'm gonna be gonna be home late tonight uh had to go to jail so we could buy that new house Dude. <laughs> oh, shit. he probably made more than that off the video well no this guy didn't make the video the the audit the audit guy scotty was talking about like put the video together but it was about this guy and uh, his his coworker in the public defender's office in Alabama. Well, but it was just it was it was one of those like are cops really that oblivious moments? Like, yeah, you, John, you you worked Sometimes in law enforcement. Like, if you're arresting a lawyer and he's smiling about it and asking you, "Are you really sure you want to do this?" Like, sounding excited. Like, would you at least stop and like wait wait a minute? Well, and especially what am I missing here? And especially if it's a public defender, because if a public defender yes. is grinning at me, I know my shit's <laughs> up the creek. Because I like to think of myself as a smart guy, but the, the like two times I've I had mean, to be nose to nose with the public defender, and one of them kind of gave me kind of the eyebrow raise. I was like, "All let the me, let me figure this out. I'll come back in like ten minutes." And it, I wasn't. I'm was certainly not trying to arrest him. I can't remember ever having to arrest an attorney. All the red flags were up for that. Like, I mean, Holy you got crap. A, a black man, a public defender in Alabama asking you real happy, like, are you sure y'all want to do this? And, and you, you'd think somebody with a brain would at least stop to think, okay, something, something's afoot. But no, they just, they just roll with it. But meanwhile, you know meanwhile, he's whistling, I'm in the money the whole ride into the back of the squad car. Talking to the cop on the way to the jail about what he's going to do with the yacht. <laughs> Y'all, the best part about those videos, though, is that they don't they don't really take a side when they're breaking down the videos. They literally give the officer and the auditor a, a letter grade and explain why they gave them that grade. Like, there's sometimes, like, the, an officer is, like, upholding everybody's constitutional rights and doing everything they, they're they're supposed to do and they give them an a plus or an a a minus whatever they do they do give like you know monday morning quarterbacking a little bit but it's it's never like you know a shooting situation it's always like um you know somebody recording or whatever yeah. uh rarely is it body cam footage though yeah, well we had a big settlement up here well not big i can't remember how big it was but we had a a deal in uh a city north of St. Paul here, Little Canada, where an individual was recording a traffic stop that he wasn't involved with. He was just passing by, and he started recording on his phone. And the cops came over and seized the guy's phone and then arrested him for not giving him 
giving the police his phone when requested. Yeah, yeah. Um, needless to say, I think he's got the yacht next to the public defenders <laughs> in the same slip now because yeah. you're probably right. Because the, the ACLU lost their collective shit. There's another one I really like too. It was um, it was like a kind of a, a good cop moment, like when there was a um, oh, it was an officer that was called to the airport because a guy was recording, and the airport people were like, "He's not allowed to record in here," and the officer's like, "Well, yeah, he is," and <laughs> the officer's I like, "I don't gonna... think he is." Like in that case, was he in the airport? Yeah. He's allowed to record. I'm pretty sure that's a like a, a, a Patriot Act or post Patriot Act thing. I don't think you can do that. I'll have to Might find be, the but video. that's nothing a local cop can uphold, and that's a that's public true. building. That's true. Because up, like up here, it's a. That, that it, seems it's like a, something the TSA would be up in arms about. Well, they weren't oh, in a restricted yeah, area. Yeah, they weren't in a restricted area. They weren't. They were just. I think he was even in like the food court area. I wanted to say. I, I I know there's a staircase behind the officer. So we've gotten we've gotten a little carried away with this. Everybody has video recorders in their pocket. Like holding the government accountable is cool and all, but there's also a societal cost that's come with that. And and I really am liking all the Mike Tyson memes about how all y'all been getting away too long without getting punched in the face. <laughs> and it's just maybe we need some old fashioned civilian discourse like you don't need the state to get involved man we can solve these things amongst ourselves they have that in oregon don't they they have a precipitated uh victim uh not precipitated (laughs) but uh victim uh inculcated assault essentially mutual combat yeah just i mean that used to be you didn't you didn't get the cops involved when somebody was just being a jerk and filming you and you didn't want to be filmed like yeah you're in public he has the right to do it technically but you know 40 50 years ago people just didn't do that because you get punched in the face yeah no you're not wrong and an old andy griffith would just look the other way and smoke his cigarette on the porch while you did it dude like, there's a there's a viral video going around where this uh it's kind of messed up this uh yeah. this dude was at a public park like flashing little kids and stuff and the dad found out the dad just walks over to him just starts pummeling him he did, and everyone was recording it. And the dad just just goes in on this guy, hits him so hard his pants fall down because he was flashing kids. And that's uh, what jury nullification is for, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so I mean, that dude had it coming, and I think everybody, like, I think any time that like the chief of police goes on TV is like, well, you know what? Uh, I'm a dad too, so um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There, he did what he had to do. I say there's certain raps I'm willing to take, and that'd definitely be one of them. Right. Yeah, so it's the... Uh, I just think everybody would be more polite and less social media insane if... ...more often. Like, we've, we've lost that touch in our social discourse. Do you think that that's why the Karen problem is a big problem right now? No, I I have different theories about that that I'm not willing to speak about on the public airways. Um, (laughs) But maybe that's part of it. But that's a yeah, we'll talk about that after we're not broadcasting. (laughs) 
is a very politically incorrect thing to say. That's fair. Um, By the way, I just want to go on record saying that I think that calling a woman Karen because she's upset in public is um, pretty sexist, to be fair. Like, yeah, well, you know, it's her toxic feminine. There's, there's a few four-letter yeah. words you can replace that with. I'll teach you about them off the air. We've got some educating to do, Scotty. In fact, <laughs> we should probably just go ahead and draw this to a close so we can... Uh, I think Bruce fell asleep. Get to the after after lodge, which hopefully Harlan has enough sense to properly flick the switch. Yes, I will broadcast it on YouTube like the preamble for the show. I will triple check that so we don't get the Alex Jones treatment. <laughs> so, uh, Tinfoil thanks hat. to the thanks to our live audience this evening, the the few of you that are left anyway. Um, God bless we, everyone we here for a minute. Um, and uh, Brother Jay, I don't want to call you out by name because I don't know that you were okay with that, but uh, he's been chatting with us the whole time. Uh, a couple of other guys. Uh, Howard, always good to see you, brother. And uh, you guys on the IRC channel, uh, I guess, good night. I, I don't know. I, I'm not used to people actually watching us. I don't know how to do this. You're uh, yeah, so... Uh, we thank you and feel sorry for you at the same time. It's yes. Really what the hell is wrong with you that you don't have better things to do with your life? Go go watch some Jordan Peterson videos. You'll you'll be much more enriched. <laughs> so uh, this is this is uh, it for episode two hundred fifty one of the After Lodge podcast. You can find the show notes for this or any previously published episode. Published keyword there on the published. At www.afterlodge.com. Find us on Facebook or Twitter at After Lodge. Shoot us an email at afterlodge at gmail.com. Hang out with us at IRC at irc.snoonet.org. Pound sign, Freemasonry. And uh, until next week, brothers, stay safe, wear your mask, uh, be nice to people, and consider... I'm just kidding. I'm not calling for violence. Just no, they're walking around filming random shit looking. Yeah. Punch Use violence. some personal judgment. <laughs> violence is not an answer. It is, however, a solution. Just keep that in mind. There we go. <laughs> All right. Good night, brothers. Later. Y'all take care. Happy Hanukkah.